Welcome to the Inner Glow podcast. My name is Stepanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist and your empowerment coach. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, worries, insecurities and anxiety so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it is time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, spiritual mindset principles with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. So hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another podcast episode with Stepanka. And today I have got something very special in store for you. I have got a very special and amazing guest here with me today. So before I introduce her, I just would love to share with you that I personally wish I had known this wonderful woman years ago when I was going through a lot of issues myself and I would have spared myself from spending a lot of money, from going through a lot of stress myself, but I will talk about this a little later on. So without further ado, let me introduce our guest, Olena Belay, who is an incredible healthy skin coach and a spiritual mentor. Olena's work is absolutely amazing. She has got the most incredible results with her clients and has been featured in various magazines, including Vogue, which I think is amazing. <laughs> Yay! Thank you. <laughs> and Olena also has got an amazing YouTube channel and Instagram account worth following. So I'll share more about this later on. But hello, Olena, and welcome to the Inner Glow podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. And your podcast name is so on brand. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, you are literally like the perfect guest for us. So thank you so much for being here today. So, so grateful. So how are you today? Oh, I'm very excited. Like super excited because I can talk about the subject of skin health like for days. You know, you need to shut me up and you might have to on, on this interview a few times. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant, me too. Honestly, a topic I am hugely passionate about because I know this can be a huge stress oh, and yeah. a lot of women out there are going through this. So I don't want more women to suffer. So I want to bring on all your medicine, all your knowledge. <laughs> so could you please tell us a little bit more about your work? How do you help your clients? Well, I help my clients by <laughs> various methods, really. It depends on whether I'm working with people one-on-one or if they're in my communities. But generally speaking, I provide a lot of free content on the internet with what I like to call the best skin health advice on the internet. <laughs> and it's just facts about how skin works and how you can support your skin. And it's simple ways that you can implement uh, certain products and practices and then just maintain that skin health over time because healthy skin is skin that often glows. It's clear, you know, yes, it might get the occasional pimple, but you know, that's it. We just cultivate that skin health long-term with uh, well-formulated inexpensive products, right? Uh, mindset 
of course, is, plays a huge role because without a positive mindset, we're all fucked. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on this podcast. <laughs> yes, you are, actually. Okay. I, I was meant to mention it, but yeah, okay. you are. Okay. <laughs> Bring yeah. it on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that mindset is just, it's, it's like a mind game. Implementing good skincare is like the easy part, but it's the mindset, the mind game that we play with ourselves that either provides us the best results and the quickest results, like sometimes they're near miraculous results, right? Like in terms of how quick and like, wow, right? How did that happen? Um, or with a negative mindset, it just, it slows our healing so much where then we're like, oh, what else can I do? Uh, what else is wrong with me? Uh -huh. And then it takes us down a horrendous rabbit hole, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I guess the, the, the quick answer is the recipe for clear skin from everything that I've learned over like over a decade of time uh, invested on this subject is skincare, but well-formulated skincare, properly formulated skincare. I can't, I can't like overemphasize this point, right? And self-love. That's where I'll leave it. <laughs> Absolutely. And honestly, I agree with everything you shared. And by the way, I know you girls listening to this podcast can't see it, but Olena's skin is glowing. Thank you. Thank you very so much. Gorgeous. Honestly, I don't know what kind of magic you do, but genuinely it's glowing. It's so beautiful. Thank and um, I, I agree with you that sometimes mindset and self-love is like the missing key, the thing that we don't consider when we are working on having a clear skin and for me that was the missing piece and like you said you can get amazing and quick results so quickly with the right guidance with someone else's support ideally because that was my case like I genuinely wish I had known you years ago because I had acne and problematic skin since like the age of 13 until like my early 20s and yeah. I tried everything from like high street products, then to yeah. high-end products, then pharmaceutical yeah. products. Then <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is not working. So what am I going to try? So I tried like hormonal protocols or like a oh. diet. And oh. honestly, <laughs> that was the whole different rabbit hole. And then yeah. the point when I didn't want to go out, I didn't want to uh, go to restaurants because you know, meals in restaurants wouldn't follow my protocol. So of I course. can't really have that. So uh -huh. there was so much stress and baggage on my shoulders, not even mentioning like how much, especially like pharmacy products or prescription products have fucked up my skin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, the, the, I usually work with people like one-on-one -on -one that have tried everything. And mm -hmm. by everything, I mean like, I had one client, she worked with seven different dermatologists before working with me. Um, I had one client who worked with like naturopaths, like everybody you can imagine, lost her period, finally implemented a skincare routine that I created for her, got her period back, now has a healthy baby, okay? So that's really exciting. And then the, I, the craziest, I think, story that I heard, and I think this is two clients that have tried this particular trick, amongst everything else, right, was urine on their faces. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so I've heard I've heard every possible variation, you know what I mean? People say I've tried everything. 
yeah, I've, I've worked with those people. <laughs> yeah. that, that is crazy because the thing I love about you is how common sense, grounded and simple your work is. I'm not saying it's not amazing, it is, but no, it's no, no. simple in its own way because you're not coming up with like crazy formulas or there is so much rubbish advice all over yeah. the internet and oh, these yeah. days like what do you do like you have a health problem you have a skin issue you will go and google it and the kind of shit that comes up <laughs> i think that's a well actually a you know the internet it, it's a double-edged sword because now we have access to all this information which is fantastic right because it's at your fingertips you don't have to go to the library and read all the books which i still really recommend you read all the books <laughs> but with social media it has lessened our attention span to like i don't know what it is at this point but it's like less and less and lower and lower every fucking day um and so what this does to the brain is people don't have the patience to sit down and to actually read an in-depth even article on a subject I'm not talking book an article on a subject they'll just read the summary you know they'll be like oh here the three fucking lines somewhere. So they miss all the nuances, which is so important about a subject, even like skin health, like the nuances are everything, you know? And so the conversation that you'll hear online is it will be very black and white. It will be, this is good. This is bad. This, 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 that. And it's like, no, there's all these nuances in between that we're just simply ignoring. And then we're getting an incomplete picture and then we're doing all the wrong things right? To try to get those results that we want quickly because that, that video on YouTube said, get clear skin overnight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, genuinely there are videos like this and I believed in them before. Yeah. Like there was this video like drink this and in three days your skin yeah. will clear. So yeah. I kept drinking like this horrible celery juice like three oh. times per day. It made no difference whatsoever yeah. i was just more stressed and more annoyed and actually my body wasn't responding very well to it um yeah. so yeah thank you so much for sharing that so could you share with us a little bit about your own personal story please how did oh, you get around doing this yeah my personal story is kind of funny because i got you know those three pimples when you're 12 years old the reaction around me was like, you have acne, right? That was the reaction around me. I didn't know what acne was as a 12 year old, right? I didn't really look at three pimples as a big deal. However, let's just, I won't, I won't name any names, but people in my life were like, okay, it's acne, you have a problem. Let's take you to the dermatologist. And then the dermatologist for these three pimples prescribed me uh, Retin-A, which is like the strongest retinoid you can find, you know, that is the gold standard in anti-aging skincare for a 12-year-old for three pimples, and Accutane, wouldn't believe it, Accutane. So, I mean, shocking, right? So, um, uh, the Accutane thing happened when I think I was 13 or 14, I have trouble remembering, but the point is I sat on my mother's bed with a bottle of pills and I was reading the side effects. Like I was reading all the instructions because even as a 13 year old, I had the common sense to read about what the fuck I was about to put in my body for some you know, extended period of time. 
And the side effects scared the shit out of me. And I was like, I am not doing this. This is not worth it. Like, this makes no sense, right? As a 13 year old, okay? Um, and so after that, I was just experimenting with skincare, uh, tried proactive, you know, the usual things that are marketed to teenagers, uh, all things at the local drugstore, you know, the clean and clears and all that stuff, Neutrogena. And um, visited a lot of forums, right? Like all the acne Ooh, forums, yeah. what were people recommending, the aspirin masks, et cetera. And so it was a few years of experimentation, but again, my skin was not this terrible skin that it was labeled to be. It was mild at best. You know, I had the occasional little pimple that I covered up. It was not a big deal whatsoever. But given that as a 13 year old, I was told that I had this skin condition, that's who I thought I was. For the next like decade of my life no longer longer okay longer maybe 15 years of my life i thought i was an acne sufferer because that's what the internet said if you have acne you're an acne sufferer right and i didn't really have a full-blown skin condition that can be labeled acne mm -hmm. and i wasn't really suffering either <laughs> okay i was i was actually having lots of fun as a kid but there were moments in my life where I thought there was something wrong with me. And so I spent a lot of my time trying to figure out what that was, right? Like, what's wrong with me? Why do I have this thing? <laughs> um, and so actually in, in my early, I want to say in university, like first couple of years of university, I did try natural skincare for the first time that destroyed my skin. And after that, um, I went back to my original skincare routine and kind of healed it all up did some chemical peels to help the, the, the scarring and all the stuff that was left behind. And I actually achieved perfectly, like, you know, they call it glass skin. Like it was perfect skin, like no exaggeration. I achieved perfect skin in my early twenties and had perfect skin for at least six years with just maintaining it with my, with my skincare routine. But I still kept thinking that there was something wrong with me. And I still like, if people gave me compliments on my skin, which I actually got regularly, right, at the time, I would be like, oh, but I had acne. You know, like that, that would be a thing I felt I had to tell people, like oh, just like in case, you know, just in case they looked maybe too closely, they would see something that literally wasn't there, okay? Mm -hmm. But this was the mindset, and my, my mindset was fucked. It was in the gutter, okay, about my skin. I was not seeing myself clearly whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, and so... This prompted me at the tender age of roughly 26 to try natural skincare again because I didn't trust myself. I had already hacked this whole thing, okay? I had perfect skin for years, okay? Consistently great skin for years. And I didn't know it. I didn't know it, didn't trust myself. So I started trusting what the internet was saying about how food causes acne. Oh, maybe it's all the Pop-Tarts and all the chips that I ate as a 13 year old kid, which is fucking normal. <laughs> Teenagers, eat your chips, enjoy your chips while you can, you know? Um, yeah, so I blamed it on like my childhood and I started blaming it on, you know, my hormones and everything else. And so I became unorthorexic like, which is like the normal story. So many so-called in, in quotation marks, acne sufferers become orthorexic, become afraid of food. They think that, oh, this dairy, this, that causes the, the breakouts when for my entire life, I had no problems with dairy, no stomach pains, but suddenly I read all these articles and suddenly I, when I do have a little bit of dairy, my stomach hurts, right? Oh my God, this is my story. I literally 
made it up. I read yes. there is bad and it gives you cramps. Yeah. I started having cramps. Totally. totally. You see? And like my entire life, I had no gas from dairy. And suddenly, whenever I have a little bit of dairy, suddenly I'm like a fart machine. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> just craziness. But at that point, I was not aware of how my thoughts totally create my reality and how I was just stressing myself out for no reason based on people guessing on the internet and blaming things that they cannot see, trying to understand a subject that they haven't delved deep enough into, right? And trying to feel some semblance of control over the situation, right? And so I fell into that for, uh, it was only, I swear to God, like four months. And after that, I had a, a hallelujah come to Jesus moment where I was like, it was the oils. It was the oils. I started using the oils. It had nothing to do with the food I was eating. It had nothing to do with my hormones. I mean, my doctor confirmed to me that my hormones were perfect, but I went, no, no. What do you know? So I went to a naturopath, which they're like, it's like you're paying a person to tell you that there's something wrong with you. That's what I consider a naturopath, right? So a naturopath's like, oh, you have a gajillion food sensitivities. You can't eat all these foods anymore. Um, you need these 26 different supplements in order to survive because your body is an unintelligent fool, you know? And it's like, I fell for that as well. I spent all the money on all the dumb things. And uh, yeah, again, but I had this like moment of, oh my God, skin is a different organ than the intestine and the heart and the lungs and everything else. And we're using the philosophy of how you treat the intestines or whatever other organ. And we're using that on skin and it just does not work and it's fucked up. And so I went back to my original kind of thinking. I suddenly I'm like back to common sense again. Like, I'm like, how did I fall for this shit? None of this makes sense if you just question it for five fucking minutes, you know? Oh, and uh, I, I don't know. A while ago, after I had hacked the acne, I had a friend, a blogger friend, who has been in the business of blogging for 12 years at that point. He was like an OG blogger who helps other people realize their potential and, you know, turn their, their passion into an actual business. Right. And he's like, why haven't you been writing about acne? Like you're writing about all this random shit. I had a blog. You're writing about all this random shit. You shouldn't be helping people. And I'm like, you're fucking right. I have shit to say on the subject. But then I went and I experimented and blah, 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 blah. You know, and finally after gathering all this Intel, about natural skincare, which is total bullshit, right? And the world needs to know that it's total bullshit based on more bullshit, right? On fear and just, oh, oh, don't get me started. That, yeah, I started really like putting my uh, voice out there on yeah. the subject, you know? Um, but anyway, it's, it's a bit of a long and twisted story, you know, <laughs> of somebody who, who had clear skin, didn't know it, created acne. And so I realized by creating my own adult, the worst case of acne I'd had in like seven years, right? Because I didn't have any acne for so long that I create this thing on my face and I had to take responsibility because yeah. it wasn't yeah. anybody yeah. else, right? It yeah. wasn't like my fucking neighbor. It, it wasn't even the coach with the horrible advice on the internet that who's like, I followed her advice, right? She was so anti-chemicals. Um, it wasn't her fault either. It was myself. I 
fucking used the honey as a cleanser. I used the jojoba oil on my face. You know, like I clogged my own pores. I was the one who thought there was something wrong with me, you know, and it was a really amazing experience because I'm like, okay, so if I created this, then I can also solve it. Absolutely. That's like realizing your own power. Like, yes. imagine how powerful you are if you can manifest and create all those pimples <laughs> or eczema. I had eczema as well, like at mm. one point. So mm -hmm. all of it, like, and I remember I was craving, this is so silly, literally, I was craving a croissant. And I really wanted to have a croissant, but obviously that's full of carbs, fried oil, unhealthy. That's going to make me ill, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the whole mind, like me following, I think at that point I was following the medical medium protocol. I knew, I knew you said, I knew you would have said this because of the celery juice. That was a tip off. So many of my clients have followed the medical medium. Please, girls, anyone listening, please don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's just the mindset like yeah. but I guess it can work for some people when they really believe in it but yes. with me I was already in that state when I was like doubting everything as well I'm just like okay if it's not gonna make a difference within three days like something is wrong with me it's not working for me <laughs> I was just looking for this magical pill like this right. but like you said what is so powerful about your story is that you took full responsibility yeah. for the life you are creating for yourself because we can either be mindlessly creating our life or we can mm -hmm. be intentional creators yes and that's the thing and I, at that point i was just sharing this with my eft like emotional what is it called emotional tap eft emotional freedom technique like yes. the tapping the thing. tapping yeah, yeah. And she was like, go and buy that bloody croissant. Like, what are you doing to yourself? And I said, but can I? What, what, what if it's going to give me stomach cramps? And she said, well, you would have to eat like 30 of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, and I was like, oh my God, like I am a slave of all those recommendations. Yes. Internet advice, all those books. I'm literally just following them to the T. It's not making yeah. a difference. And overnight I made a commitment to myself to give it all up. The next day I made myself a huge bowl of pasta with no regret. And I just added and I'm just like I'm quitting all those products as well. Like by that point I would get up and already felt stressed. Yeah. Like how many new pimples is there going to be on my face? You know, already right. getting up with that kind of attitude. So right. I changed my thoughts, changed my mindset, simplified my routine. Like right now I spend so little on my products, genuinely like, and they last for ages. I don't buy That's any what's special up. products. Like I'm just having fun. I use makeup when I want to. I'm no longer terrified like, oh, I need to live like a caveman. Yeah. Oh, the caveman regimen. Worst thing ever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but you have become a marketer's worst nightmare because you're not switching products every five minutes. You're not buying into product FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Oh my God, that influencer is using that new thing. Maybe it's a miracle in a jar. I must try it, right? Like you're not doing that anymore. You're saving money. You're saving your skin, obviously. So yeah, you know, brands are not they, they don't like that. <laughs> exactly. This is it. So what would you say are like the biggest myths 
when it comes to having healthy, clear, and glowing skin? I think the first, we have to just mention this, uh, is that there's something wrong with you if you have breakouts on your skin. It's like really prevalent. And this is, I think, the like ground zero where everything goes wrong. If you believe that there's something wrong with you as a result of having actual clogs on your skin and your pores getting inflamed, then that's a big problem. And that's going to lead you to ask the question. You're going to go on Google and you're going to be like, how do I get rid of acne? And you're going to find the worst advice on the internet. Now, conversely, if you knew that there was nothing wrong with you, then you would be asking the question of how do I lower inflammation on my skin? Or how do I cultivate skin health? You know, how can I support my skin better? Like what, what ingredients are irritating my skin? Maybe I have some of those in my routine, you know? And so it doesn't become personal. It becomes like, what can I do now? And it becomes a really proactive approach and like that actually serves you, right? So uh, there's nothing wrong with you internally. Like it's not childhood trauma. It's not fucking blocked chakras. Okay, because that I've heard every possible explanation because there's various acne coaches and they have very, and <laughs> I love calling them acne coaches. They call themselves acne coaches. And why I never called myself an acne coach is because acne coaches create more acne. I'm a skin health coach. I create skin health, right? Like that's the difference. Um, but anyway, so it's not your blocked chakras and all this stuff. It's not the ghost under your bed. You know, you didn't step on a crack and suddenly you broke out. It is simply like, it could be dead skin cell that got clogged in your pore. It could be uh, oxidized sebum. It could be occlusive products. It could be certain irritants that your skin is reacting to that you're putting on your skin, right? And therefore you have inflammation. And inflammation is a natural response of the body trying to help you. So it's not like a bad thing. We have really twisted all of this yeah. and turn it into something that it's not. It's not personal, okay? And it's not actually that bad. In inflammation, I like to say, is information so that you mm -hmm. can make a little bit of a change, an impersonal change that has nothing to do with you as a person. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I got to say there. So, but I can keep going with myths. <laughs> now, I mean, I, to be honest, I know some people will feel pissed off hearing mm -hmm. this because people mm -hmm. are so attached to like, Oh, I need stories. To, yeah, to their own stories. And this just gives them a bit of a shock because that's how I felt. Like yeah. I used all those oils on my skin. And, you know, I know people who use it have no problems, but it right. didn't work for me. Like that was my own personal thing. And I was like, oh, if I buy a product from, you know, um, a pharmacy again, it's going to cause me acne. It's all stories we attach to certain things as well as like these days and i do understand that healthy lifestyle and physical movement all these things are good for our energy overall but yeah. we create like these links between jogging and my skin between eating french fries and my skin and all of these attachment stories like they create the problems like yeah. as soon as i stopped telling myself those stories things got better Totally. And um, the problem with these stories is if you tell them enough, they become a part of your identity. 
So yeah. then when you hear somebody saying that that story is bullshit, what you're hearing is, I am bullshit. And so you start defending against this thing that you entirely made up, a delusion, a hallucination, mm -hmm. has nothing to do with you, is not really a part of you, but you've made it a part of yourself, mm -hmm. right? And so, yeah, I've had that experience of people like, like violently angry at me for being like, here's, this is the simple truth. And because they've made the acne identity like mean something for themselves. Now it's who I am. I'm an acne sufferer. And this is why I have acne. And you can't tell me that clear skin is easy. Like people get outraged. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is it. Like it literally becomes part of your identity. Like identity work is a huge part of like my programs of the work I do with my hypnosis clients because it's that powerful every I am and whatever follows. Like that yes. is shaping your freaking life. So for me, I had this identity. I'm a girl who's got acne, like I'm an acne sufferer. I have good hormonal problems and it, you know, it, that was my story for so long. Yep. Oh my God. Yes. You said amen to everything that follows I am. You better choose wisely. Choose wisely because you may just turn yourself into an acne sufferer. I have seen people that they literally get two pimples, two pimples. They have what acne, so-called acne sufferers would love. They would kill for that kind of skin, right? Two pimples, that's nothing. They would label it acne, start scrolling acne community posts on Instagram, start taking in that narrative of, oh, it's genetic, oh, it's hormonal, oh, it's the food, oh, it's the this, that made up shit. And suddenly they're trying the things that the acne sufferers are using. And obviously what an acne sufferer is using is gonna cause more fucking acne. Like, hello, right? And so these people go from having two pimples to a full case of severe acne and then, you know, blaming their bodies. And that's mm -hmm. just not fair. It's not fair to your body to be yeah. like, now your body is the villain here. You know, mm -hmm. that's just, it's, it's, it's not healthy. It's not Absolutely. healthy. Like, uh, that's the thing I always remind my clients, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or in, in different programs I've uh, created, like your body is designed to feel good. Your body is designed to be healthy. We yes. very often make it complicated. And yes. like yourself, I spent probably thousands of pounds mm -hmm. on like different products, but also yeah. different kind of advice. So different like health coaches or uh, like uh, natural paths. And I ended up with so many fucking supplements. Like <laughs> I didn't know what to take when. I'm just like, yeah. okay, well, all right, now it's half past 11, I'll have lunch at 12 o'clock, so I need to take this so my stomach doesn't get irritated, uh, so that my, I don't know, intestine work better, so then I would do that, then okay, it's now the morning, I need to take my vitamins and this and that, and it just becomes so complicated, and guys, whoever listens to this, like health does not have to be complicated, and mindset is a huge, huge part of it and if any of this feels like oh that's not true like you cannot do that easy like bear with us there like really yeah. soften your heart be open to hearing something different 
because as much as like I love natural products and I love using for example natural cleaning products or whatever works for me like I use essential oils as perfumes at home like all of it is fine but if whatever you're using is not making your skin glow like it's probably not right for you or you might need to speak someone like Olena who is a professional and can be your success coach really and help you to get through this yeah because inflamed skin that right there is a sign that something is not working for you yeah. and many people they ignore that sign because a severe skin condition does not happen overnight mm -hmm. you know it's slow going and you know you'll notice a little bit more maybe clogging or maybe redness or maybe dryness or maybe flakiness whatever it may be because there are different skin conditions that we can create it's not just acne acne is just the one that we seem to talk about the most but there's other ones that look a lot like acne that aren't acne that people misdiagnose for acne and then mistreat their skin further you know instead instead of taking a step back and being like what am i doing why am i even doing this who said for me to do this particular thing or use this particular product like you know what i mean and start just questioning, questioning. the why that's it yeah be open to questioning like look at things differently like change your perspective and you know questioning is a great start of doing that like i had people who told me oh you've got you know damaged liver <laughs> oh my god at I the age of like 16 and i'm just know, like, oh my god oh my god mom yeah. dad i need to be on a liver diet now oh my All god this kind of bullshit <laughs> Yeah, I had a client, she was told by two naturopaths, you are toxic inside. And they were talking about her liver and, and there's this misconception around the liver, like it just, it's like this garbage dump in your body, apparently that needs so much support. But again, it goes to, I think it's this hustle culture, you know, where we want to be so perfect with the way that we care for ourselves. And, and that makes us think that our body is slow or stupid or toxic or whatever. And none of this is true. And then we overdo it. And then we actually become unhealthy in the process of becoming healthy. You know what I mean? Oh, la la. It's so much bullshit. Okay. What are your thoughts on like hormonal acne or blemishes or hormonal skin conditions? I do not believe in hormonal acne because it's not a fucking religion <laughs> you know what i mean i'm not religious either but <laughs> the point is that uh, a common problem with the way that we see things is we use our experiences as like this is how it is right even if we often misperceive our own experiences we still think that, wow, my interpretation of my experience is just the way things are. And it's like, uh, they aren't. And we have to be open to being wrong. Our brains, they're trying to protect us from the unknown. And that will often create all kinds of stories that make no sense. So with hormonal acne, we ignore all the evidence of women, like because hormonal acne is often described as either it's a female hormone issue because it's if it's in females it's it's your female hormones that are off right it's your estrogen it's your progesterone blah 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 something's off in your hormonal cycle um but then for teenagers it's oh you're just becoming a man or a woman so that's the problem okay 
we're ignoring so much here that it's crazy. What we're ignoring is all the women, the majority, in fact, of women who have no breakout before, during, or after their period. This is the experience of the majority of women. Mm-hmm. But a few loud ones who do get a, a pimple before the period, during the period, after the period, or whenever the fuck. They, there's now stories of, oh, I'm ovulating. That's why I'm breaking out. You know, like people just create all kinds of connections that aren't really there. Just because you say this causes this, it doesn't mean that it does, right? Just as um, this is, you know, the conversation about causation versus uh, correlation. And, you know, there's this correlation between uh, ice cream sales and shark attacks in the summer, you know, but it doesn't mean that ice cream sales cause shark attacks. You know, there is something else going on. It's the summer, right? There's more people swimming, so there's more people likely to get eaten by a shark, let's just say, okay? Um, and it's the same with, with hormonal acne. Uh, the, teenage, the teenage conversation, let's just touch on that because I, this is a pet peeve of mine being that I got the two pimples and I suddenly got labeled as having acne, you know, which wasn't at all accurate. Um, and I think many parents, they see those two pimples and they freak out because maybe they haven't solved the problem for themselves. Uh, many parents project their own problems onto their kids and that's damaging it AF, right? But uh, children going from, or just going through puberty, it's a beautiful thing. You're growing up. And what we're ignoring is the majority of children who have nothing on their skin as they're going through puberty. Because if you remember your high school experience, there was only like one or two kids in your entire high school that had a severe case of acne. It wasn't every kid. If this was a hormonal issue, then why is it like that Two kids out of a, a school of 1,500, you know, are experiencing this problem. And we don't know. And then, because the next question is, why? Why is it just those two kids? Like, it must be blah, blah, blah. Let's make up some other story. Those two kids, we don't know what forum they're visiting, what content they're consuming that causes them to maybe overuse that tea tree oil, which shouldn't go on the skin anyway or whatever, right? They might be, like their mom might be a hippie and suggested that they use jojoba oil. (laughs) Like, you don't know their home situation, right? Like, you don't know what they're using and you're drawing conclusions about these kids. And their conclusions are incorrect, I'm here to tell everybody. Absolutely. Oh my God. You know? This is brilliant. Like, so many golden nuggets. Like, I really wish I had known this as a teenager. Like in my family, there was already a story created about, you know, growing up and uh, about like being a teenager in general. Like I remember I was given this book, he opened it and I was like, okay, so what can happen when you like growing up and becoming an adult? Oh, you might have blemishes. So I I remember thinking about it. Oh shit, I don't want them. I don't want them. Which literally means, oh yeah, I'm attracting them (laughs) energetically. And the same, like my mom would say, oh, I hope he don't have bad skin condition while growing up. That's literally like sowing the seeds for acne. <laughs> totally. Because the, kid, the kid, kids are so absorbent in the brain, right? They're just taking in yeah. all the information. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so even if you subtly 
look at your kid like there's something off with you that's it kids like traumatized you know that's it yeah. they're looking for a fix for the rest of their lives <laughs> absolutely my sister had the same story she was older than me so i already knew like oh my god she's using such an amount of product so well this is what i'll have to do as well and i like you said i had a couple of first spots right no big yeah. deal but yeah. then christmas came i was gifted all those products from my dad my mom grandparents and i'm just like i had first of all so many of them i didn't even know how to use them like all at right. the same time like how do i even structure so many products together and just me thinking oh my god it must be really bad because look at the amount of products i received for christmas like my skin must be really bad right and you know exactly. and that's where it started then just got worse and worse and worse exactly because we misperceive as children yeah you know like our prefrontal cortex like our analytical mind mm -hmm. is not very good yet it's yeah. developing until we're 25 you know this right and so for our parents to insinuate that there's anything wrong with us we really we take that as a fact right we don't question it it's just like oh my god there is something wrong with me <laughs> and that's it absolutely and, and also then as adults sorry, sorry. go on and then as adults, we take that story on and we think that that interpretation was a correct interpretation and we don't mm -hmm. question it, mm -hmm. right? And then we continue on being that acne sufferer, that 12-year-old who thinks they have a problem. Absolutely. This is it. And very often we, we miss the sea for there are beliefs we have adopted based on what our parents believed in, or we just create a belief based on one experience or something yes. we've read, heard, and it created some kind of an emotional response in us. So we take it as our truth. And like you said, kids, when they are growing up, like their brain is open, it's open to suggestions. It's like, constantly learning and listening like that's based on the evolution really like kids need to learn from adults how to survive so whatever parents say for example whatever we hear and it sounds important the, the brain just picks up on it like okay i'm gonna remember this this is important exactly brilliant i love that so have you got any tips like for women who are struggling with their skin right now i know obviously you can share like a whole routine because this is very individual like you need to see the person to actually recommend certain products but are there any tips you feel like you could share with our listeners today and they could be like practical tips or mindset tips spiritual steps whatever comes to your mind today I'm really happy that you pointed out that it is an individual situation um, because this is something, this is something I battle with on the internet is like people <laughs> copying other people's skincare routines, mm -hmm. right? What I've noticed, and this is very important, most people totally misdiagnose what's going on with their skin. It's usually uh, an exaggeration of what's really going on but also a total misinterpretation. Like I have people, they're like, I have acne. And I'm like, no, that's rosacea. Or I have acne. I'm like, no, that's a yeast, you know? And so people all kind of clump every skin condition into the acne category. And this is just, this is a huge problem on the internet. Okay. So that's uh, kind of, 
I'm laying down the groundwork, right? Um, now, the second thing we need to really consider is what are you using on your skin? Because that is the most important thing. We're talking about your organ, skin, and we treat it on the outside. We have to support it on the outside. You can eat all the fucking whatever the fuck you want until you're blue in the face. But if you're at the same time irritating your skin on the outside, your skin will not be happy with you, right? Because it's directly affected by the things that you are using on it or your skincare practices. And what I find is often it's a lot of aggression or a lot of neglect. So I would first look and read your ingredients and see, because most people, they're using oils unknowingly in their skincare and or essential oils because essential oils even the smallest dilution of essential oils on the skin can prove problematic for people over time not necessarily instantaneously people think that again skin conditions are formed overnight no it takes like sometimes for some people it takes decades right for the inflammation to become so severe that you're like noticing it in a big way right but my my philosophy with respect to skin health is prevention is easier than reversal you know yeah and that's my philosophy with all of life. I like to prevent things instead of like create a big problem and then have to mop it the fuck up, you know? Um, it's maybe, maybe it's a, it's a time-saving way of doing things <laughs> because I mean, it's also cheaper, right? To prevent a problem rather than, than create it. Like many people with aging, they think, oh, when I start getting wrinkles, I'll just, you know, um, use some magical cream because there's all these magical anti-aging creams on the market. And like those creams are not going to prevent or reverse your deep wrinkles. They're just not. You're going to have to go for injections or fillers or facelifts, period, you know? Um, so it's better to start sooner protecting your skin and then not see that sagging or the formation of wrinkles. And it's the same with inflammation inside your pore. You don't want to be clogging your pore, expecting it not to get inflamed down the road, right? So eliminate oils, essential oils. That would be kind of my first step. And it's really important to have a gentle cleanser, um, but not too gentle because there's these natural brands out there that are literally creating things that just move shit around your face and don't actually cleanse anything, okay? <laughs> so not a fan of that. <laughs> and I have lots of videos on cleansing and uh, ways to care for your skin on my YouTube channel. So I always invite people to head on over to my YouTube channel, my blog, because I have like the details and the nitty gritty, right? What you really want to know, right? So you can care for your skin properly because like I would turn, we would, we would be talking for another three hours. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one thing that people can really do like right now is implement my three-step moisture method because many people are moisturizing totally incorrectly and they're not getting any really hydration. They're just sealing in dryness instead of sealing in hydration. Yeah. Um, I love that video, by the way. Yay, thank you. And so the three-step moisture method involves three steps in moisturizing. So you would be wetting your face before you apply your moisturizer. And then there's a middle step that is the humectant step, which allows uh, that moisture to actually be held on your skin. And then there's the actual moisturizer step. So you would use a pea-sized amount of moisturizer. Many people are globbing on, goops and goops of their moisturizer on dry skin and then they're getting more breakouts they're getting like dehydrated skin their skin is getting oilier and they don't know what's going on and there's also like what you use but then how you use it is as important 
right? Mm -hmm. So I would, I would really introduce moisturizing in my way, the three-step moisture way, um, twice a day, because that has transformed people's skin like literally around the world. Um, and then finally, in the AM, I do recommend wearing an SPF 50. Like, just don't even, everyone's like, ah, oh, minimum SPF 30. Just do 50, you'll be fine. Especially if you haven't worn it, like, ever. Wear sunscreen. Uh, and there's many different kinds of formulations because some people are afraid of sunscreen because, yeah. of course, the internet's like, sunscreen will cause cancer, blah, blah, blah. I assure you, sunscreen, there's no, there's so much, oh, sunscreen is so studied so well studied and there is no data to show that sun sunscreen causes cancer and so this is just literally like taken from the air you know and, and blown up because it sells more diy and natural skincare this this people need to understand that there is a benefit to selling fear hello yeah. donald trump did it he won the fucking election fear works it doesn't help you long-term. It, it creates a disaster in your life long-term, but in the short-term, it sells products. Yeah. Right? And so many people are like, oh, 60% of what I put on my skin absorbs into my skin. And it's like, no, if that were true, you would be dead. Like a long time ago, you wouldn't be alive to spread this myth. Right? So, I mean, I can, I can keep going. I love that. <laughs> But, but the, it is true. Like I, I have been afraid of using sun sunscreen because, like, you hear so much about it, and like, oh my god, and then it clogs up your skin, and what are you gonna do? Oh. Yeah. But like a few days ago, I um, I was researching some Korean sunscreens, you know, because K Beauty is a big thing that I yeah. don't recommend. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but I still I wanted to find some sunscreens for my Asian audience. You know what I mean? Something that's easier for them to get their hands on. Yeah. And there were so many badly formulated sunscreens full of, again, oils or essential oils that would clog and irritate your skin. Maybe not overnight because it doesn't happen overnight. A clog or a pimple takes up to eight weeks to form, right? So we don't have any. Yeah. Wow. I actually didn't know this. Wow. Yeah. That's a, an important piece of information. It really is. And this you know, people think that yesterday's product caused today's pimple. And so they don't, they, exactly. And so you throw out yesterday's product and then you bounce to the next one and the next one and the next one. You are a marketer's dream. Okay. Dream. Cause then you're just spending money left and right. Right. You're just like, oh, what will work? Will, will this miracle image our work? Will this promise work? Uh, you know, and it just puts you in this hamster wheel of buying stuff and trying stuff. And you will never see results because you're not giving the product enough time to actually gather data about the quality of the product. And many people, they have this also notion that, oh, the skincare worked for like, you know, three weeks and then it stopped working. And then you start something else. It didn't stop working. You just saw its true colors because inflammation doesn't happen overnight. Our skin is a resilient organ. If it was not resilient, again, we'd be long dead. We'd be in the ground. We would not be having this conversation, right? Yeah. But because our skin is, yeah. So our skin is resilient, and some people's skin is less resilient than other people's skin. Hence, why some people get, you know, or develop skin conditions sooner rather than later, right? But I've I've known people who they they're like they turn 40, 45, bam, skin condition, right? 
And they're like, oh my God, it happened overnight. It didn't happen overnight. It was you using, you know, soap on your skin or drying uh, witch hazel plus alcohol or whatever the fuck for some amount of time. And your skin finally said, you know what? I've had enough. Mm. Right? Oh it's an God. organ and we wear it down. It already experiences, I think it experiences probably more uh, wear and tear than like, a lot of other organs because guess what the other organs are protected by our skin <laughs> right like I from uv it. damage like if our heart was exposed to uv damage would we live as long no our skin takes the brunt the brunt of environmental stressors right plus we'll be bumping into shit plus we'll be buying those occlusive k-beauty 17 step skincare routines right that are going to be fucking with our skin so we really need to take responsibility for what's going on on our skin. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh my God. Thank you so much. So do you recommend like using sunscreen like under or over your moisturizer, I guess? Uh, yes, that would be definitely. In the AM, after doing the three-step moisture method, allow that to dry and with clean hands, apply your sunscreen. Mm -hmm. uh, that, and I, again, I have recommendations i have tips i have all these things because people make sunscreen mistakes there's a way to apply sunscreen properly in order to get proper protection right so i have all that available for free on my websites like i'm very generous with my content yeah, to try to you are indeed and i mean your stories like they are golden gems in themselves so i highly recommend for anyone listening to it like really tune in to all Anna's work because there is so much you can learn from her just by following her and obviously, you, if you, you are ready to dive deeper and like you want to have amazing skincare routine, then please reach out to her so you don't suffer any longer. And to be honest, like this help will save you money, time, oh, and stress, oh, yeah. and all of that. Like, oh yeah, no, because oh my god, many people also believe that expensive shit is better, right? Oh yeah, and this is. This is something that estheticians talk a lot about. Oh, medical grade skincare, pharmaceutical grade skincare, right? And then they charge premium for this stuff that's often badly formulated. Yeah. So me, I'm all about the formulation and I will find the least expensive product in the category of what uh, your skin needs, right? But that is the best formulated, right? So if there's a product for $7 that is better than the product that is sold for 120, why would I recommend the 121? Like, am I crazy? Have I lost my mind? You know what I mean? Um, so that's really important to me is, is that skincare is not like, uh, what's the word? That it's attainable for everyone, that it's accessible for everyone, that it's not some weird dream or ideal that only a few can achieve, you know? Uh, that only special people can get it or that it requires like hundreds and hundreds or thousands of dollars, mm -hmm. you know, that's not cool. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. No, you are so right. Like my moisturizer right now, and I've been using it since last December, actually, cost 13 pounds. There you go. And that's, a moisturizer should cost from like seven to, I don't know, 25 American dollars. Anything more than that, you're just money down the drain <laughs> yeah and i i used to spend like 60 70 pounds like on a, on a cream thinking it was gonna fix all my problems but yeah there is no magic product like that out there especially if they're charging loads <laughs> and there is good marketing behind it or like a um 
blogger or YouTuber used it in their video, like the chances they're getting paid for promoting this kind of product. So always think twice about just like buying another miracle product. And what you said about influencers is extremely important because I think social media being on this huge rise, but also with filters, right? Now you almost yeah. never see real skin. Yeah. And this is a huge problem for that 12-year-old kid who has the two pimples and thinks there's something wrong with them, right? Mm -hmm. Because they think that there's, they're a special case when really they have normal skin, yeah. normal, healthy skin, right? Mm -hmm. And so they undervalue what they have by comparing uh, themselves to some unrealistic ideal that literally is not real. Like you cannot find poreless skin in real life mm -hmm. unless it's a baby, obviously, babies, yeah. right? Um, and so many people are, are comparing themselves to unrealistic standards of beauty that they'll never be able to achieve. And then saying, oh, there's something wrong with me because I don't look like this photoshopped skin, right? Yeah. Like would we see in magazines or on TV, like, yeah, absolutely. Like it's not realistic. And a lot of uh, actors and actresses, like they don't have perfect skin. It's just no. made to look that way. Exactly. And so we have to understand this, that now there's filters even on uh, video, right? So uh, in movies, they'll Photoshop actors' faces so you can't see their pores or wrinkles, etc. So we're not getting a realistic representation of reality, <laughs> essentially, um, of this organ skin. And it's a, it's a very big problem. This is why I, uh, like on principle, I show up in my stories, often without makeup, but yeah. even if I'm wearing makeup, it's always no filter. Like I I'm super anti-filter. I hate filters. Plus they oh make people goodness. look fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty of this myself. I sometimes mess with them. Like when they give me a little butterflies around my head, but I have noticed and I don't use the filters that like, they even change your face. I didn't yes. know until the other day when I clicked on something and it just like made my face look slimmer. And it yeah. just, just my cheek cheeks look differently and my eyes and I'm just thinking this is weird actually this is totally changing like the perception of my face so I didn't use it but I love how you show up how you are unapologetic about your ways about what you believe is right which I totally agree with you so like your stories are very much like spot on and you are Thank straightforward you. with everything you do, which is really brilliant and great to see it in this industry, really. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so before we wrap up this interview, I would love to ask you one more question. Like, are there any practices, any tools, any things you do yourself on a regular basis to help yourself stay in a good, positive mindset, look after yourself, your well-being or your mental health is there anything you would recommend um and mental health is everything <laughs> as you know <laughs> so i try to surround myself with content uh, like largely books i'm not talking online content but even the content that i follow online if it is rooted in any kind of fear or lack of logic because often fear equals lack of logic Mm -hmm. I unfollow that shit so fast. Like I'm gone. I'm not leaving a goodbye message because some people are like, I, I'm disappointed in you, blah, blah, blah. I wish you were more like this, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't share my fucking opinions. I don't give a fuck to do that. I just say bye. 
okay? Because my, my energy is finite throughout the day. So for me to be upset over some, you know, in unintelligent post or whatever, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play that game. I have more important yeah. things to do, right? And so I think it's really important for people to choose wisely where they place their attention mm -hmm. uh, and to brainwash themselves into not only positivity, but also understanding like you're an infinite you call it intentional uh, creator. I call it deliberate creator. We're on the same page with this, right? <laughs> that means you deliberately choose the thoughts that you think and the things that you put your attention on, yeah. right? And the actions that mm -hmm. subsequently you take. And so for me, like I read a lot, like a lot, a lot. Like I love the books. Like since uh, I actually lost my vision <laughs> um, as a kid, I was reading um, Under the Covers with a Flashlight. Aww. because I get this I thought I was not allowed but my mother was like mm. had I known I would have of course allowed you to fucking turn on the lights and read like a normal person right so I would read into the night and eventually I had to get glasses and all the rest of it but now I have I've had LASIK surgery and eye correction but I really recommend people actually take the time to delve into subjects, whether it's self-development, whether it's neuroscience, which I think is extremely important, getting more and more important every fucking day. Um, psychology, to understand how to communicate better. Like you wanna improve in all areas of your life. You wanna master something in your life. And I would start by mastering yourself. Yeah, I love that. Oh my God, I was getting goosebumps just listening to Yay! you. Because this is my childhood, my teenage years, just reading books, diving into them. And I remember I was seen as the weirdo, like, oh my God, you know. And even my friends, they would say, our daughter, she just, you know, she grabbed this dictionary and she was reading it for hours. That's not what normal kids do. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so funny. Weirdo is sometimes a synonym for genius. So, yeah. you know, yeah. some people... They don't know. They don't know they're trying to say genius. Yeah. I agree with everything you said. And I actually just want to quickly add like one of the things that really helped me on my own journey to getting a clear skin is that I unfollowed all like health specialists and like food coaches and, you know, different protocols and hormonal healing and here and there. Amen. Amen. Can we get an amen up in here? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I literally overnight I decided to give up on everything I unsubscribed I thought you know what I'm not gonna be reading more articles based on fear like this could cause acne this could cause inflammation this could cause this and that because that just gives me more stories to focus on I remember just unfollowing and still up until day I'm I am not following like any kind of experts you know like this anymore i do have one friend who is like a health coach but her approach is like what you and i believe in like she says there is no magic formula she eats normal food she enjoys going out so that's the only person i follow right now when it comes to like healthy eating or protocols and all that kind of bullshit. totally and i want to add to that is unfollow anyone who doesn't have what you want mm -hmm. meaning uh, the for example there's this i don't know if you're aware there's this hashtag acne community on instagram 
and it's basically people acne sufferers who take pictures of their skin like every day and complain about it oh no don't do this people like, somebody somebody looked at me funny on the subway and i'm not ugly i'm beautiful just the way i'm in my skin and, and they're like trying to convince the world that they love themselves right and this is like this is a very small community it's a small community but there are people who, when they get acne, they start following these people, right? Mm -hmm. And then their skin gets much, much worse. So you need to understand that if some, like, like for example, for me, I only follow people that I'm inspired by who, like, they push me outside of my comfort zone or they show me what's possible. Like, I'm not going to follow somebody who hasn't achieved what I want to achieve and take advice from them. That makes no sense right? Exactly. Oh my God. Nor, nor do I want to surround because our brain, people fail to realize that our brain is always on like, you know, so even if you think you consciously are not, you know, paying attention to something, your brain still is subconsciously. And so exactly. if you're, yeah. So if you're surrounding yourself with everyone who just has acne and says acne is normal, acne is normal, acne is normal, right? You're going to start thinking that. It's, it's, and then it's going to become a part of your identity. And then it's going to become so much more difficult to let go of the acne. Absolutely. Because that's the, the other thing is, you know, implementing great skincare is one thing, but letting go of the acne identity, that's another thing. Mm -hmm. And that's a much harder thing. Exactly. That's the psychological part. Like, yeah. you know, you, you will get used to a new routine or your your new like three-step moisturizing process and all of that but actually do the internal work as well which is what I love about your work so much and it literally is part of your identity and I always say like be careful what you listen to and oh, what yeah. you say yourself because your subconscious mind is always on yeah. it doesn't get switched off and yeah. if you say I'm this, I'm that, your subconscious mind goes, okay, yes, I understand. I'm going to make sure this is your reality. It's always listening, always on. Like, totally. Absolutely. And uh, a little mindset hack for acne or any, anything that in your life that you don't like particularly and you want to actually let go of, you want it to be in the past experience, like, you know, you, you used to have it and now it's not something you ever think about. The word my is as important as the word I, right? So if you keep saying my acne, my headache, my migraines, my hormonal imbalance, my PCOS, my whatever the fuck, my disappointment, like, no, the word my is a very important word. It's a possessive. It's something that is yours. That's sacred shit. So after the word my, it should be like my joy, my happiness, my health, my love, my fiance, you know what I mean? My dreams, my goals, my life, my vision, you know? And so I find that that switch, it already mentally dis distances people from my acne to the acne. Now it's yes. the acne. It's over there. It's something I can deal with you easily space between you and the thing you're dealing with like I have clients who will come to me oh my anxiety yes and I'm just thinking don't ever say that again because you literally like rubbing anxiety putting it into your identity it's part yep. of who you are but it's not it's exactly. bullshit it's not part of who you are so by saying you know 
I experience anxiety, for example. That's a big difference. Like you create space between you and this anxious thing. (laughs) Exactly. And I tell people, I say, don't say I have acne. Say I am probably using terribly formulated products that are inflaming my skin. Yes, it's more of a mouthful, but it's also more accurate to describe what you're actually experiencing. Oh my God. Olena, thank you so much. (laughs) This has been epic. And I know, you know, we might have overrun a little bit, but this was so good. And I cannot wait to share it with my community. Can you please uh, tell us where our listeners can find you? Like, you've got great Instagram account, you've got YouTube channel, website, and what offers have you got? What What have you got currently going on? So the best place to find me is on my website and it is my first and last name.com. So Olena Belay.com and Stepanka will have a link for you guys because my <laughs> name might be a little exotic for you. Um, and uh, from there you will be able to find me on YouTube and my articles. You can find my podcast as well. And uh, because my podcast is heavily mindset focused, really helping people let go of that I actually didn't know you've got one. I need to tune into that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because I find that that's the missing piece, right? People implement the skincare and then they still use maybe the old ways of of doing things or or thinking. So they'll wake up and they'll touch their skin first thing in the morning. Nope, that's an old behavior. That's a behavior of an acne sufferer. You don't want to do that again, right? Or the old thoughts will come in, oh my God, what if it's yesterday's banana that's caused today's breakout, you know? So it's things like that that we have to become aware of so that we can change, right? Awareness is the first step to change. And so that's what really my podcast um, focuses on. And it's called Clearly Aligned (laughs) with Elena. Kind of, you know, making sure you guys know that aligning with your goals will get you that clear skin. It's really important. Love this name. Um, And then in terms of services, I have two communities, one that actually is like a skincare community. So it's, but it's really all about data and not drama. So where on the internet, you'll find people saying, oh my God, my skin, oh my God. Uh." No, we don't do that. We, we talk about the facts and then from those facts, we can draw some conclusions. And usually those conclusions are very, very helpful. And so many of my Community members obviously have clear skin or get clear skin, but many of them stay even with the clear skin because of just new content that drips into that community because it's stuff that I don't share anywhere else on the internet. So like makeup tutorials, uh, product shit list, because (laughs) it's like a place where I can vent and talk about all the products that really, really suck and don't belong anywhere on human skin, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, And also for people who really want you know, they, they, maybe they're an entrepreneur, you know, and they don't have the time to invest and actually go into my content and experimenting and figuring out things on your own, because it will take quite a bit of patience <laughs> to do that. Right. Um, some people think they're just not there in terms of uh, time and patience. And so the best thing to do is work with me one-on-one because that way I can learn about your skin and actually create a customized plan for your skin that is well formulated won't break the bank and will save you money in the long run because it's the experimentation that gets quite expensive right it's the FOMO being like oh my god that influencer said this or that is good and 
my clients, they will often tag me, they'll, they'll, or, or DM me and they'll be like, Oh my God, Olena, this ad came up and I laughed. Thank you so much. Because if, if I didn't work with you, I would think to buy this, you know, bullshit, total bullshit product. Right. I use the word bullshit a lot. I'm so sorry. It's just <laughs> so much out there of, you know, that. <laughs> so yes. We love the way you are, honestly. You are such a funny, genuine, honest <laughs> person. So grateful to have you here. Thank you so much, Stefanka. It was such a pleasure. I love how aligned our values are. Absolutely. So thank you so much to all of you who have listened. And all Olena's links are in the description. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more high vibes, live trainings, well-being tips and loads of fun, come and join me in my Facebook group called Empowered Women, Shine Bright and Be Yourself. You can find the link in my bio. You can also follow me on Instagram at stepanka underscore Kuralova. For more information, go to the show notes. Loads of love.